Hi there, Brooklyn Park Church of Christ. It's a joy to be sharing with you. I do wish it was face-to-face, and I'm sure you're longing for the same, but at least we're grateful for technology. I've chosen this reading from Philippians 1 because it seems appropriate for this COVID-19 season because it's all about relationships from a distance. Paul is writing to um, the Philippian church from lockdown in prison, expressing his deep desire to see them face to face. And I wonder if you've been feeling the same over these last couple of months where there's this yearning to be together as a church and this challenge of doing relationships well from a distance. Even in prison in lockdown, and perhaps more so because of it, Paul is thinking of others and wondering how they're doing. Paul refers to himself and to Timothy as servants, not with any sense of cringing submission or drudgery, but with cheerful abandonment, giving themselves to serving Jesus Christ, whatever he asks of them, whatever the cost, in whatever circumstances they find themselves. And they're writing to the saints, to those who are in Jesus Christ, who have been set apart for a new way of living that's different to the standards and priorities of this world because they're not serving themselves, they're serving God. And Paul prays this blessing over them, that they should experience grace and peace, grace that spontaneous, undeserved favour and kindness of God meeting their needs and peace more than just that absence of conflict or just that even in an inner composure but that deep sense of well-being that inner sense of being in right relationship with God who made and controls everything and I wonder if you can testify to experiencing God's grace and peace to you on your life in this season. What a beautiful affirmation when Paul writes in verse 3, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. There's this deep gratitude in Paul's heart for this church, for their faith faithful partnership together in in serving Christ and making him known and in verse 7 he tells them he carries them in his heart how precious is that for Paul to remember someone was to treasure the shared relationship and to pray for them intercession wasn't a burden it was a joy and this deep thanksgiving with joy is the theme that runs right throughout this letter to the Philippians Paul's yearning for them is that they should continue to grow in love, grow in purity and holy living, grow in wisdom and discernment, reflecting the fruit of God's spirit at work in them. I love the certainty with which Paul affirms in verse 6 that God who began a good work in you is also the one who will bring it to completion. And because the Spirit of God is yearning in us and yearning in you, um, initially that longing brought us to faith in him. But God is also yearning over us that we fulfill all that he's planned for our lives. And it's an amazing privilege to have constant fellowship and communication with the Lord of the universe, the King of Kings. 
And the end result of doing life in relationship with him each day, it tells us in verse 11 that as well as transforming us, it brings God glory and praise. Some of you will have received a mid-year letter from John Gilmore. In it, he quotes from an email that we received recently from Paulino Malau, one of our partners in South Sudan. Paulino writes, We really plead that God protect our partners. You are our backbone and the reason we're able to help our societies. So your safety is ours and we will always pray for you. We often ask you to pray for our global partners But it's a joy to know that they are praying for us as well and especially in this COVID-19 season because for many of our partners they're in a fragile economic environment with limited medical support and there's a flow-on effect not just from the fear of contracting this virus but also the lack of income and therefore food for their families during lockdown and lack of tourism for many of our partner countries means Um, they've lost a major contributor to to their income and their economies. We're grateful that Paulino completed his um, Bachelor in Social Work and Administration at the end of last year, which has helped him to be an even more effective director of Christian uh, Mercy International. Emmanuel's school has been in lockdown for the past couple of months, but they've always taught the children to be very diligent in washing their hands And the kids have taken that advice home to their families as well to teach them. We sometimes don't think about the challenge that it is for some of our partner communities just to practice that simple good hygiene act of hand washing. South Sudan has moved into a worrying phase this last week with over 500 new cases of COVID-19, including their Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Defence, in a country that's probably least stable of all of our partners to handle a medical emergency. They're also dealing with a a locust plague currently, so they have multiple challenges. India had over 1,000 COVID deaths last week, um, and that was a rise of over 40% of people impacted. So they've got almost 150,000 people affected one-fifth of those cases being in Mumbai. Danny Guyquot actually works with the slum communities in Mumbai where it is very hard to socially distance and there's a flow-on effect in that if you're a daily wage worker so they work primarily with the rag pickers who sort and recycle rubbish um, to survive when you can't leave your home those restrictions mean that you can't work and it's very hard to put food on the table. So Danny received special police permission to purchase and distribute food parcels during this lockdown season. Glory, Danny's wife, is currently not very well, not with COVID symptoms, but she's too afraid to visit a medical facility in case they have COVID cases there. Amazingly, there's been very few cases of coronavirus among our Pacific uh, nation partners. We are... um, grateful for that they've been watching Australia and they went into lockdown very quickly this lovely photo of the kids in Vanuatu showing that they're also very aware of practicing good hygiene and the one partner with zero cases of COVID-19 is Vanuatu but before the end of term one the schools were preparing for lockdown so they sent the kids home from uh, Londua and Ranwadi with 
um, kits for term two so that they can keep studying at home. And if they're close enough, they can actually still go and get individual assistance from the school. So no coronavirus cases in Vanuatu, but at the beginning of April, Cyclone Harold devastated the northern islands, affecting over half the population. Some communities totally flattened and food crops destroyed. Both Ranwadi and Londua schools need significant rebuilding projects. Bombua Londua on Santo started rebuilding almost immediately thanks to a grant that was already in place from the Japanese government. Just as we've experienced in Australia, lockdowns meant learning a whole new way of connecting with church members in our partner countries as well. Pastor David Reddy at Latoka Church in Fiji decided that he would send round a Bible passage to his congregation and then ring each of them during the week so that they could reflect together on what they believe God is saying to them. David's such a passionate evangelist, but he's also learning um, to reach out into the broader community at this time, helping people with small businesses, running food deliveries and also helping families around domestic violence. In Zimbabwe, a country close to your heart, uh, lockdowns created complications with food shortages and it's certainly being policed much more stringently than it is here in Australia. So pastors are using social media such as WhatsApp so that they can share their sermons. And BJ said that one positive to come out of this is people are certainly praying more. We've probably experienced that too. Um, one prayer point for BJ and, and Chippo is that their son Clement in Botswana, he's a teacher there, has just recently undergone surgery for a brain tumour and is now undergoing chemotherapy. This plot of ground, probably even closer to your heart, the gardens at KCV are looking a bit drier. They've had erratic rainfall, um, which also means that food prices skyrocket, but they're grateful for the food that they can grow for the kids at KCV. The director, Mrs. Vuma, comes to the gate to deliver any extra items that they need, but all the office staff are working from home and the KCV house mothers and workers, the farm workers, don't leave the farm. The KCV kids only connect with those in their house and they practice social distancing as much as possible. Schools in Zimbabwe um, are closed, so KCV lessons are undertaken in the library using technology. In February, before COVID-19 hit, they'd taken in two new boys who were brothers, rescued from a domestic violence situation and placed at KCV for their safety. So they currently have 47 children at KCV. In early March, I took a small team to Vietnam to meet Fiona Bryars and the Bright Solutions team, as well as one of the pastors, which was a great privilege and a very special time together before the world went into lockdown. Bright Solutions was already finding market profitability a bit of a struggle. Um, the COVID-19 lockdown closed down local and international market opportunities that they've relied on to sell their products so it was decided that Bright Solutions will close from the 30th of June with Fiona staying on to the end of the year to wrap up the legal and um, practical aspects of closing down the business. They are still, you can still order products online currently. They're trying to sell um, all their stock as well. But Fiona has requested prayer 
for God's calm to reign over these last few weeks of working together and completing all that needs to be done and also for the women to find suitable alternative employment. June 30 also coincides with the GMP cards and gift lines concluding. But there is one more opportunity if you'd like to stock up on Monday the 15th or Tuesday the 16th of June at Western Communities Mile End. If you're interested, we suggest that you ring the office or email GMP and book a time when you can come so that we don't exceed the number of people per space allowed. For our Indigenous communities, the most significant impact probably has been at the Dareton Youth and Community Centre, which has had to close for this season. We're really grateful for the government's job seeker package, which means that we've been able to continue to employ ILCA uh, as the centre manager and also Brendan as chaplain. And this pause has given ILCA time to do some of the planning that he's always wanted to do but not had time for, and also to look at purchasing the property um, so that they can make some permanent changes such as ceilings and air conditioning. We're currently running a new campaign to partner with our Indigenous communities in providing essential packs to help vulnerable families who are experiencing hardship in this season, especially at Dareton, but across Australia. Nick White, our IMA coordinator East, visited the Tiatakia community at Sejuna in February, and it was great to hear that this is an amazingly vibrant and healthy community, um, especially since the passing of Pastor Max Wright, who was a key, key leader for them. In WA, Uncle Sonny Graham, who turned 80 last year, he's been a wonderful pioneer Indigenous minister who trained at the College of the Bible and has exceptional leadership skills, one of the most respected elders for, for quite a number of decades. He's just recently been, di been diagnosed with a cancerous tumour and he undergoes surgery on the 10th of June. A special prayer point is that they'll be able to remove all the tumour and that there won't be any secondary tumours. The theme chosen for National Reconciliation Week, long before COVID-19 arrived, was In This Together. And I think that's such an appropriate theme. We're in partnership together, doing life together. We're with our Indigenous sisters and brothers here in this land, but with all our partners globally as well. We just want to say that we thank you, Brooklyn Park Church of Christ, for your partnership in the gospel, for carrying our partners in your heart and turning those thoughts into prayers. Nate asked me to include some questions for you to consider that you can chat through together if you have somebody there with you, or perhaps you can ring a phone and chat together with a trusted friend. So firstly, what are you thankful for? Then what has been a challenge for you this week? What have you learnt? You might like to read the Philippians 1, 1 to 11 passage again, but what have you learnt from this Bible passage as you and God sit together with it? And what will you be praying for and doing as you stand with our partners this week? The website's always a great place to find all the stories and the news and prayer points. And if you want to um, book a time slot, for example, with the 
the sales day coming up for GMP cards and gift lines, then the About Us contact page has all the details there as well. But every blessing on you in the week ahead. It's been a joy sharing with you. May God encourage and bless you with his grace and his peace. And as you serve him together this week, know that it is for his glory and praise. Bless you all. Mm -hmm.